0: Hey, everybody. Hey, everybody. 6.57 p.m. Boy, do we have a lot to do. And I think the second half just got a little bit more interesting than it already was going to be. The first half of the show tonight, it is Wednesday, Hump Day. It is June 1st, 2022. That is the beginning of Badasses from History Month. I... I think that's what we call it, Badass Month. So we're going to be talking about that. And we have a really interesting way of kicking off Badass Month. The first Badass of 2022 will be at the end of the show, as you know. So you have to wait until then. You have to wait until then. But from now until then, it's going to be just as riveting, if not more, as we bring back author, researcher, decades-long activist for a, a pure and free humanity that's ilana freeland ilana she just came on the show not too long maybe a few months ago because she had her latest book was released back in october of 2021 and we had her on not too long after that and uh man time flies but this is something something i had to give her a call about because i had seen our friend polly amazing polly had done a little bit of research and a little bit of talk about frequency frequency radio frequency and the effect that it has on uh on people and especially especially the long history of it and i know that ilana freeland would be a, a great source to go to who has been on this and other topics related to it that is of course transhumanist technology that works to create impeccably timed rashes of violence, mass murder, even war. So it's a, as I said in the in the description of this episode, it's a tangled rat's nest. But this is gonna be at least one significant facet that needs to be best, better understood because what we talk about during the show on a regular basis when these types of things come up and we analyze what's happened to our civilization, we go from the little, a little bit more practical and easy to diagnose things, cultural phenomena that, are tech, that take place so we know what's going on in the schools, we know what's been going on in Hollywood, we know what, what goes on and how it's all married to psychi- modern day psychiatry and pharmaceuticals and how an alarming number of people in this country are on mind altering drugs, especially the youth. So there is a detachment from God, religion, faith. There is a certain kind of cultural norm of nihilism. I mean, that in itself is, has all the makings of a culture, of a nation, of a community that is going to produce some pretty bad outcomes. And if you are in the energy harvesting business, which, uh, of course, the monsters behind all of this, very meticulously rolled out multi-generational program are then this is uh, this is like somebody ringing the dinner bell and they're pushing, pushing, pushing of course this is going to be a little bit more focused on what's going on, history of mass shootings uh, this is going to be really tough for me to do on YouTube I, ha- I think we're going to get off tonight after the intro in fact I've just made the decision that we are so Ladies and gentlemen, stick around, and then, of course, you can go to anywhere else, quitefrankly.tv. You can just go there and stay there because after we get off the air tonight on this Wednesday evening, the after-hours programming is going to kick in, and that is, you know, Rabbit Hole Wednesdays. So as deep as we're going to go tonight, there's going to be rabbit holes galore for you afterwards on quitefrankly.tv in the after-hour programming on the network. But uh, there are other places you can go for the 7 o'clock show that are a little bit safer to do what we have to do and to do it properly. You can go to theta, theta.tv, you can go to foxhole on quitefrankly.tv, the Twitch, the, the DLive, Rumble, and Rockfin, of course. All of those links can be found on quitefrankly.tv, and uh, I hope you go do that because it's going to be important that we do this right. Um, I want to also just let everybody know that the, the book club The official thread for Session 7 of our book club that's coming up on Friday night. That's pages 439 to 479. Uh, We are going to be... That's up right now. So as of right now, I just published it before I got here. So there's no entries just yet. Jump in there if you've been reading along and start spilling. Start spilling. It's getting better and better, this book. I don't want it to end. I really don't. Okay. What else do we have? What else do we have? Uh... Thank you to, to Secret Nature CBD, SecretNatureCBD.com. You may want to take a puffle on that tonight. I mean, any night is good, but especially when you when you want to you ju- want to jump into the muck and be a little bit more buoyant. That's what it'll give you: buoyancy, peace of mind, and a nice vacation for the nervous system. Go to SecretNatureCBD.com and use promo code Frankly for twenty percent off of. I mean, anything you get there is going to be pure and beautiful, and. The end result of 20 years of cultivating nothing but the best organic cannabis products. CBD. Legal in 50 states. So low in THC. It's legally classified as hemp. So you're not gonna get uh you're not gonna fall asleep at the wheel and and crash into, you know, just chill out on the back porch and, and have yourself your night. All right, what else do we have? As you know, it is the first day of the Bolshevik calendar month of uh, LG everything. Here's what you can do to really get people pissed off. Very simply, instead of LGBT, first of all, cut off the T because it has nothing to do with LG and B, and then switch G and L and just say GLB. Whenever you want to talk about gay and lesbian issues, just say GLB. Because we know that this is really a, uh, a, a, first and foremost, a toxic feminist front as well. So you want to see re- people get really pissed off. Take, th- put the lesbians after the gays. <laughs> so just say GLB, okay? Gays, lesbians, and bisexuals. And um, and, and just use it as, very, as a matter of factly and just as, that's it. Uh, it'll get people eventually it'll get people i am i'm really upset. it's lgbt uh, i don't know what you're talking about and then just move on glb gloob all right well but you know also this is this is corporate genuflection before the gay altar day this is when all the corporations out there they uh they 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 put on their lipstick and their rouge and they they go out there, but but there's a little bit of a difference here, but between the way that they're acting in Europe, of course, and the United States, and elsewhere in the world where they have their corporate presence there. Now, wh- what are we talking about? Somebody on Twitter has had the has been very very kind in putting this together for us. Ian Hayworth says, "Is there any reason why any reason why BP?" British Petroleum didn't use a rainbow for their Middle Eastern branch. I wonder why. Oh, do I wonder why. Oh, 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 wait, BMW did it as well. Is there a reason why BMW didn't use a rainbow for their Middle Eastern branch? <laughs> because they may know Americans and Europeans are stupid idiots. They'll just just they just roll over like dogs and say, "Please scratch my belly." Sure, I'll buy your products. You're GLB friendly. Uh, is there any reason why Cisco didn't use a rainbow in their Middle East branch? Wow. I wonder why. Oh, don't leave out Mercedes. Don't leave out Mercedes. There's a difference between the uh, the two places. All cultures are the same. Oh, here we go. Bethesda. I wonder why they aren't using the... What the hell is that? Talk about crazy. That's not even the rain... It's just this this explosion of, of fragment. I mean, it's it's actually really apropos. Because you know it's not a rainbow anymore. It's all these different types of in-between colors and uh, stripes that are going... That are inverted and triangle stripes and circles and new things are... I mean... It actually is pretty apropos for something that is so mentally fragmenting and spiritually fragmenting. This is actually very appropriate, even though there's no form or structure to it. HP did the same. There you go. There's everybody. Pfizer did the same. They didn't use the rainbow in Saudi Arabia. Imagine that. And Coca-Cola didn't use it either. So, um... So this is just, uh, just remember, nothing about this is is legitimate. It is a militant political movement, and it has nothing to do with uh, gay and lesbian people. That's for sure. But LARP, they must. LARP, they must. This is the new Bolshevik calendar. Here's something, though. I better watch the way I speak tonight because somebody out there might go to the New York Times and report me as a conspiracy theorist did you hear about this if you hadn't now you will New York Times published today do you know someone who believes in conspiracy theories we want to hear all about it share your experience if you a friend or a family member believes or once believed in a popular conspiracy theory Conspiracy theories have become increasingly common problem in the United States. From the QAnon movement to misinformation about COVID-19 vaccines, many Americans have accepted ideas that are not backed by science or fact. And we know who their fact checkers are, what that's all about, what's been admitted in court, and we know what their science is all about. It's just their politics with a white coat on it. And But let's get away from all that crap. They want you... Or they want their readers to publish information about people in their lives. They promise they will not they will not publish their name with a submission without getting your consent. But they want to know your email address. Look at this. This is this is a, a form that is an active form, a submission form in the middle of their article. What's your email address? What's your name? Where do you live? Who was involved? Me, my friends, my family members, someone else. Was the conspiracy? Was it uh, the conspiracy theory? or theories what was it how did the internet help them deepen their understanding or involvement with the conspiracy theory add information like platforms they use where they got information or how they connected with other believers <laughs> they if they came uh, uh, if they came to reconsider their beliefs how did that happen how did this experience change the person or, invo- or, or, or involved or your relationship with them and anything else we should know And then you can submit this, submit this to the New York Times. Now, I just hope that as the internet, I I shared this on Twitter. I'll share it around a little bit more because I hope the internet does the right thing. I hope the internet does does the right thing here and takes a page out of Bill de Blasio's social distancing tip line that he created in April of 2020. Do you remember what happened there? I had to go and pull it up here. Here you go. This is from BallerAlert.com, because I knew that on a, a website, a blog like Baller Alert, I would get the funniest submissions of what was put into that Bill de Blasio tip line. So here it is. Bill de Blasio creates social distancing tip line. Trolls make mockery of it by sending dick pics, Hitler memes, middle finger pics, and more. This is from April 22nd of 2020. Oh, back then. The spread of the novel coronavirus has forced the country's 50 states to shut down with different rules and regulations to help flatten the curve. Remember, we were still talking about that and saving lives and save lives being taken daily by the deadly virus. In an attempt to stop the spread in the big city, Mayor Bill de Blasio attempted to set up a tip line to notify authorities when someone violated the social distancing guidelines. However, the plan backfired when the line quickly filled up with trolls sending pictures of penises, middle fingers, and more not-so-funny things, according to the New York Post. Here's a quote. We will fight this tyrannical overreach, one user sentenced into the line. Another message included a picture of gummy candies shaped like the male private parts, captioned, eat a bag of dicks, the Post reports. However, according to the publication, it's currently unclear whether these messages are coming from actual New Yorkers or not. Many, yes, but it's, an, it's, it's open game on the internet, which is what I hope happens right now with the New York Times. As time went on, the picture mess- messages got even more vulgar as people began to send in actual penis pictures.
1: Well, why not?
0: According to an NYPD source, can you imagine being an NYPD that day? Have to sift through thousands of dicks? They probably do any day anyway. One person even took it as far as calling in. <laughs> this, is the one, this is the story in particular I was looking for. One person even took it a, a, a step far. By calling in, calling into the tip line with an alleged story claiming that Bill de Blasio had recently and recently been caught performing oral sex in an alleyway behind 7-Eleven. <laughs> Which, if, of course, it was, if it was done through a, a hole in the bathroom stall, that would have been legal. Uh, oh, the, the caller says not only he saw him blowing somebody in an alleyway behind 7-Eleven, but he looked at me. And koofed in my direction, the caller told the 311 tip line operator. For those wondering, what Koof me? Oh, okay, yeah, because it's a cough. And uh, and and there you have it. So they they eventually, and I, when I say eventually, it was quickly. Had to take down the tip line. And I hope that New York Times gets completely blasted. They deserve to. They deserve to be blasted. All right, what is it? 7-Eleven. Speaking of 7-Eleven, that's that. Nuke showdown with Russia. Russia threatens to wipe uh, out the entire U.S. with just four Satan II missiles and chilling warning over Ukraine. I know, I heard that. They said that it's um, World War II has already taken, taken uh, World War III has already begun, they said. And that two missiles would take out the entirety of the East Coast. So you know what that means, right? I would have to imagine that these are going to be offshore explosions, and they are just going to flood all of us from Maine to Florida. And obviously, I don't want it to happen, but um, the people who control our country and NATO do. They do. You know, we, we should be at the time, there. there's a time that we should all approach, I know that it's a very, it, it's a it's an ugly time have to come to terms with this but when they say how many more people how many more children how many more so-and-so have to die before blah 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 what they're really saying is how many more people do we have to kill before you just fall in line they will they they just don't care they do not care they don't care so do i want this to happen to us absolutely not no but i kind of wish i was living in kansas right now with my family and friends and that we always were there we might have a completely different set of problems out there in kansas but not this anyway anyway that's it for right now let's go and switch platform we don't have to switch unless you're on youtube uh it's just going to be too much and as you listen you'll know why so we'll be back tomorrow night on youtube but listen there's Eight other places that we're going to be live on right now, and I cannot wait to get down with you all. So, without further ado, I will see you over there on QuiteFrankly.tv or anywhere else.
2: We bring in the studio this morning one of the gay rights activists,
0: Mr. Should I call you Mr. Pepe Julian Onzima. Thank you for coming in. Thank you
2: for having me. Good morning. Morning to
3: you. Why are you gay?
2: Who says I'm gay? You are gay. Sorry Franklies, the rest of the
3: show is available at QuiteFrankly.tv QuiteFrankly.tv is the place to catch the latest episode The latest blog entries, links to becoming sponsored If you want to buy
0: a
2: t-shirt or something, visit the merch store Quite Frankly streams live weekdays at 7pm Eastern Wherever you get your podcast. Now, head to
1: QuiteFrankly.tv and we'll see you there
0: Okay, so here's what we have to do. I have five minutes before we're calling up, uh, Elena Freeland, who is going to be on with us for, she only could get, it was a very last minute booking. I'm happy that she can give us a half hour. She's actually going off. I think, I think she's going off to, uh, to hang out with, uh, Mickey Willis. I think she might be in on Mickey Willis's third installation of his series, the Plandemic series. I believe that's what I heard anyway. Um, She's a good friend of, quite frankly, and that's why we are doing this here tonight. Uh, First thing I want to bring up is this story. This is from Buffalo News. You might have saw it. Authorities investigating if retired federal agent knew of Buffalo mass shooting plans in advance. Oh, yes. I'm sure the investigation will go very, very far, very, very quickly. Law enforcement officers are investigating whether a retired agent had about 30 minutes Advance notice of a white supremacist plan to murder black people at a Buffalo supermarket. Two law enforcement officials told the Buffalo News things like that going on. We we also um, it's been getting around. I I also want to just say real quick the the video of what's his name Borla from 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 Pfizer last night said 50 percent reduction of the, of the planet that did end up being an edit. I thought that uh, it, it could have been only because, you know, I should have known when I heard that they only wanted to reduce the world by 50%. That just was too low. But, yes, it wasn't an edit. But, of course, everything is believable to a degree because this would be set aloud at this point, And in this kind of a setting over there at Davos, it would receive a warm applause. But I just wanted to put that out there real quick. Every other WEF clip that we have played has been fine but i saw the original much longer segment last night and i said ah okay so it's a little pixelated to hide the lips and all that but here's another thing going on from buffalo to now this the uvalde out there in texas the police force no longer cooperating with the school shooting probe sources tell abc this was yesterday Police departments serving both Uvalde, Texas and the town school district are no longer cooperating with state-level investigation into law enforcement response to the Robb Elementary School massacre, a source told ABC News Tuesday. Their decision to stop cooperating was made shortly after the Texas Department of Public Service director, Colonel Stephen McGraw, called a delayed police entry into the classroom where 19 children and two teachers were shot to death as the wrong decision. During a news conference last Friday, McCraw also said the officer's decision on May 24th was contrary to both protocol and initial accounts from local authorities. So the weirdness, that is only scratching the surface of the weirdness. And let me just tell you the clustering of these events on cue. The predictable anomalies, which is, is an oxymoron, they're predictable because they're not anomalies. First of all, all uh, the, uh, the, everything that we learned about this last flushable wipe Manchurian candidate, everything that he committed to, especially when he uh, apparently that there was about two days a- uh, before, it was two days after his 18th birthday that he, he committed to this, this course of action, the murder. Which makes it makes all the timelines really screwed up about how he could have even got even gotten these guns. Uh, definitely did not get it. Uh, definitely didn't get. I don't think it was the Daniel Defense pl- uh, places locations or or the actual rifles. Nowhere near him. So it would have to have been ordered online before he was 18, and then picked up the day of. We're talking about thousands of dollars worth of stuff between the rifles themselves, the, the, the book bags worth of ammunition, all on a part-time Wendy's salary, or not salary, pay, credit cards. I don't know. I, did, did anybody out there when you're 18, were you turn 18, were you given anything more than $250 to $500 limit to start building up your credit? So it's all weird. It's all weird. We know it. We know that these, uh, the, uh, every last one of these shooters were known to schools and authorities prior to. Stand down orders all over the place. But there's more. There's so much more. And, 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 and this is enough for some of the normies now. This is enough for some of the normies now to start asking questions. I have someone in my private life just over the, the, the last weekend talked to me. That said, Frank, you know, I, I wouldn't be able to tell you how. I wouldn't, tell, I wouldn't be able to tell you how it's done, how it could be done, and if this were me five years ago, I would never even allow myself to consider it. But I know in my gut that this is bullshit. Not that people are dying, but I know in my gut that they, whoever they are, are willing to kill as many people as possible to get what they want. Because you know something, ladies and gentlemen, the violence perpetrated is senseless, as we were talking about with, with Rich Barris last night. Um, the violence is senseless and robotic. And then the orchestrated chanting for a one solitary solution is also robotic. But, I mean, we're going to much deeper depths tonight with Alana Freeland, our returning guest. Um, we haven't spoken with her since the around the time that her last book was released over the holidays. I cannot wait to bring her on right now to get even deeper into where this goes how far back it goes, and yes, indeed, we have the right person on for this discussion. Elana Freeland, are you there, my friend? I am here. Oh, it's so good to have you back. It really is.
2: Always fun with you.
0: Well, this time you get to see me, too, because now that I've gotten a little bit better with with Zoom, I was able to free up a second Webcam, and now, now, now you're not just talking at a blank screen or an, or an avatar. So welcome to the show. It, it's, a, it's so great to have you back. I hope that the book is doing well, and, uh, and, and thank you for coming on in short notice.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm uh, traveling tomorrow, so as I told you, I can't stay as long as we'd like.
0: It's okay. It's okay, because I have a couple of really pointed questions, and I'll start off with this one. My guest last night, Rich Barris, we, we had a, he posed a rhetorical question. We were talking about what really is ailing our country from a cultural standpoint and from surface-level standpoints that, of course, could in themselves contribute to an atmosphere of tragedy and uh, you know, mental unraveling, cultural unraveling, all that stuff. But he asked a rhetorical question I would love for you to crack open for us. He asked, why was it that for nearly the first 200 years of this American Union's history, mass murder on the scale that we're looking at right now, or in in the the, the way that it's perpetrated right now, was nearly non-existent. And why did it change around the late 1960s onward? So where would you begin to unpack that, Ilana? Well,
2: that is a really good question, and it's a historical question which I find most people in America really don't understand that if you don't study your history, you are doomed to repeat it. And I think we are definitely involved in that right now. Back in the 60s, I was a 60s person, so I was young and Uh, hopeful and I had had the great experience of having tea with President John F. Kennedy in the Rose Garden at Girls Nation Uh, and then uh, when he was, was murdered shot down like a dog in Dallas I was invited by the same civic groups that had paid for my trip to come back and talk about my time with Kennedy So, for me, it was the awakening. It was an awakening in tragedy. Uh, Most of America sort of became deflated, I would say, in 1963 after that event. Um, The perpetrators were never pursued. There were tons of uh, rumors going on in my generation. We all knew the CIA had been involved in in some way. We also knew that Big Oil must have been involved, given that it was in Dallas. Um, We we were all confounded and felt helpless. And as you know, Martin Luther King was then killed. He would have been Robert Kennedy's running mate. And he was murdered in Memphis uh, and... Then, uh, not not a couple of months later, uh, boom! Robert Kennedy was killed in Los Angeles. So, for my generation, the murder of the three kings, which is what I call them, uh, was uh, th- these murders announced the coming of some sort of diabolical apotheosis. I completely knew that on a subconscious level. I was pretty young and we were just beginning to put things together. There was no term like conspiracy theory until the CIA uh, uh, brought it forward when people began to put together that. Oswald really had nothing to do with the assassination of John Kennedy. So, uh, so the CIA became uh, <clears throat> something I was thinking about at that time, and we were all discussing. Uh, there were many, many discussions. The Newsweek and uh, Time magazine liked to portray my generation as being nothing but sex, drugs, and rock and roll. They are, they are absolutely wrong. Uh, yes, that's what it became once the CIA took control through COINTELPRO uh, of the '60s generation. But before that, we were—I would say—the three terms that described us were political, um, social, community, uh, social, and uh, uh, and spiritual. We were all looking for America. We were all looking for something deeper than. A 50s lifestyle in the suburbs with green lawns so um that that was the beginning so you wonder why this all started in the 60s yes that is exactly when it started in fact i almost pinpointed that the year 1973 was one of the most horrific years that this country has been through in that there were so many Manchurian candidates out, now that MK Ultra was supposedly over, that was what the church committee came up with in 75, that the CIA, they slapped the CIA's hand, and the CIA said, oh yeah, well, we, we were bad. We ended that in 73. Not true. Right. Not true at all. Yeah. And so it was a whitewash. And that's when I learned that, Once something goes into committee, as it did in 1995 under Clinton, we had the Human Radiation uh, 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 Senate meeting, and uh, Clinton uh, gave some facile apology to the people who had been tortured under MKUltra and radiation experiments, and it was a whitewash as well. So um, I've never I haven't trusted government since well since I was uh, came of age. Uh none of us did. We knew that it would come down. Uh, you can't maintain a lying, deceptive, uh murderous culture uh for forever. It has to it has to fall because truth truth does reign. Uh but but Unlike many of my generation, I knew that it would be decades before it came down. And so I set myself the task at that time, young as I was, to really start studying uh, the demise and the downfall of a culture built on lies, deception, Hollywood, uh, CIA running rampant that John Kennedy tried to stop and look what happened to him. And so, you know, everything was already culminating then, but it wasn't obvious to the masses because it was the lies worked for many years after. We've had a mockingbird m- mainstream media ever since. The mocking, Operation Mockingbird happened in 1973, and we have had a lying, deceptive uh, media filled with CIA agents, I might add, ever since. And so, you know, the American people now are going through the trauma and the shock of uh, things coming out under whatever the term is—you uh, know—that it's a, a new world order, or it's uh, you know we have Klaus Schwab giving us new terms, and we have new organizations and new this and new that, but it's all it's all the same stuff. It's the same stuff only now there's no apologies for it and uh they are they being the global elite who have always been in charge through their corporations through their dynastic families uh they they are uh absolutely unapologetic why what what makes the difference well technology makes the difference technology because we didn't have the sophisticated technology we have now uh and you know it's uh i was on a a transatlantic call a while ago uh, talking about the fact that every day there's new technology out that is d- destructive, is, uh, is completely uh, warlike. And uh, it's, it's obvious that it used to be that we thought of things as America uh, versus uh, dark forces trying to take it over. Now I think of it as life itself. Is under peril by those who hate life uh, and who hate humanity Uh, they don't want real human beings anymore they want machine human beings they want brain computer interfaces Uh, Manchurian candidates are not enough anymore to take out some poor souls who have been damaged in their childhood and program them into killers no now it's it's a matter of destroying the human spirit itself and the technology is there, and that's what this third book is all about, is is putting together these technologies that I first started looking at it through the lens of the chemtrails that were up in the high stratosphere and have slowly over the years, the 13 years I've been involved in this in three books, uh, of really looking at how the environment was carefully prepared by... Uh, these masters of the universe who sought to make it uh, inimical, unfriendly, and destructive to the natural human being so that they could fit in their transhuman model of a human being. And that's what we're undergoing now. Uh, And we, we had it first in the chemical trails, we had it in the biologicals that were coming down that we were all breathing in because it was on such a tiny scale. We couldn't see it. We were just breathing it in and it went in our lungs and it went in our blood and it went into beyond the blood brain barrier and Alzheimer's and uh, uh, began to just burgeon. Uh, and at the other end of life, uh, children were getting autism. And now I think it's. Uh, It's an unbelievable one out of six boys in America is on the autistic spectrum. So, um, you know, this was all due to the aluminum oxide. This was due to the electromagnetism that was zapping our skies. Uh, They were controlling the ionosphere. They were bringing ions down from the ionosphere for their wireless operations. I mean, you know, the technology has come in a huge wave to not give us any time to understand the technology. This is what makes this time so crucial to the human spirit, to the human biological form, to the future of children uh, of everyone. Is that uh, you know before it was sort of political, and we hadn't really gotten this kind of technology that mm. could could kill over time. Uh, in a wireless way, we we weren't aware of electromagnetism being uh, inimical to the hu- human body, to the life forces that drive our bodies, uh, and what? and now we we are aware, and and now we're we're absolutely overwhelmed by. Uh, everything revealing itself so rapidly that's that's what people are going through
0: that's what I wanted to ask you a little bit more about here especially especially right now because we're in the middle of another cycle of more more uh, specifically these mass shootings um, obviously it's it's more so where are they going to point the television cameras there's a lot of different types of reverse psychology there's a lot of th- 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 things at play but and I'm, I'm I'm so happy that you brought up Mockingbird I'm glad you brought up MK Ultra, uh, and especially even those uh, those 60s assassinations we know to, to this day Sirhan Sirhan says he doesn't remember anything about the 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 uh The time there, uh, I think a couple of people said he had blanks and it was just all all a big all a big uh deal. another patsy flushed hinkley is about to get out i, I just heard that he's going to have uh, unconditional parole going to be let out now after forty one years trying to kill a president who of course, if he did die, the main beneficiary of that would have been an ex CIA director but you know i got to ask you this there's a problem with um the problem with diagnosing so many of the most urgent problems we have. Is that they're multifaceted? You know, you have come on this show many times to talk about the state of food, water, the air we breathe, domestic military operation. That is our our media, education, pharmaceuticals. But last night, I was watching after I got off the air a video of my uh, of of uh, amazing Polly, our friend Polly. She did a a a history, a little a little video about the history that focused on radio frequencies, having being used to instigate violence, mass murder, even war. Uh, I think she focused in on on Crimson Mist. I know that you have done something on that in the past. I'd love for you to talk about that because then I wanna bring up another question about Bill Cooper before we run out of time. So can you talk a little bit about Crimson Mist and uh, and how it may be uh, relevant to what we're living through right now?
2: Well, that was that Rwanda operation in which I, I know the uh, the Tutsis and the uh, whatever the other tribe I don't remember their name right now. They were uh, opposing each other, and and it it very much when the Ferguson, Missouri, uh, uh, violence broke out many years after that. I have thought of Crimson Mist because the violence that was in Ferguson, Missouri, over an incident in which a black boy was shot by a police officer. Uh, The violence that the crowd went through two or three nights after the event uh, was obvious. It was obvious to me that it didn't come out of nowhere. It came out of an electromagnetic triggering, just like the Rwanda Crimson Mist did when uh, the Tutsis and Hutus fought each other, and it was a bloodbath. Uh, The guy who who did the lion's share of reporting on it was a fabulous Australian journalist named Joe Viles. And I was a big follower of his, and it wasn't long after that, uh, when, before Joe was, of course, killed. Uh, And, uh, you know, that's when, Journalist Being a journalist was, uh, was tantamount to just looking for a death sentence, uh, and Joe was, was admired by many, many of us who, who wrote and did research. So uh, what's going on now, you're absolutely right. Uh, this is a frequency war is going on now because they have the uh, technology, particularly with 5G, the millimeter waves, And 5G, in my opinion, is always uh, in tandem with 6G, because 5G does what I call leapfrogging uh, from one small antenna, or, uh, and that would be a phased array antenna, to another uh, uh, for any number of miles. That doesn't really matter. Uh, uh, To the site... Perhaps there's where there's a targeting going on, and it's the 6G that actually does the penetration for uh, what eventually ends up in the body and brain. Uh, this is how uh, people, individuals are going to be targeted. This is how regions are going to be targeted, uh, and ethnic groups, genders, uh, whatever uh, the to know the frequency and and i'm this is what i'm really talking about everywhere i can i just got back from a book tour i did 16 talks in five states uh, gee liz why did i do that uh so um
0: i wish uh, i knew Did you come by new york
2: no i've never crossed the mississippi oh okay. i don't go across the mississippi okay, okay i'm out here in the west well at
0: least i didn't miss um, out on anything I, as long <laughs> as I didn't miss out i'm very selfish no, over no, here no you okay. haven't
2: missed out no, I would need people to bring me and uh, nobody's made any noise east of the Mississippi. Nobody, not one person. Whereas out west, I have a big following. Anyway, uh, the idea that they can use frequency to transmit disease. Let's, let's wrap our heads around this for a moment because they are changing, and I've read it in many sources, uh, they are changing molecular biology into digital biology. What that means is, the, they don't have to have the uh, the, the uh, gain of function virus, the gain of function bacteria uh, the any any of that anymore all they need is the exact frequency and then they can use the 5 g6 g system to transmit and and this is what uh, a lot of people are going through who keep talking about um I always forget that term because it's so not true. Uh, When you're next to someone who's been vaxxed and you pick up symptoms, uh, that is due not to... Shedding. uh, Shedding. That is not due to uh, viral uh, contagion at all. That is due to the fact that all the vaxxed people are now electromagnetically... Uh, on a leash, an electromagnetic leash, uh, completely invisible to uh, the supercomputers and maybe even quantum computers who are uh, collecting data on this massive world-scale experiment uh, into genetics and nanotechnology, the uses of nanotech. Uh, And uh, and so you get close to someone who's been vaxxed and you suddenly have symptoms, that's because you're, you're in the transmission field and now you're picking it up. And I don't know if they knew this before they started this or they learned it from the shedding that was going on everywhere, uh, but now what's happening and I, I'm, I'm telling you, I experienced it on my book tour I got hit big time and what I was getting hit with when I was finally able to think about it because it would even take my thought, it would take my my verbal center, Uh, I mean while I was giving talks I was getting hit Uh, and I guess the guys who control my file had decided that I should experiment, I should experience what I was trying to tell the public about as far as this new Rwanda-type frequency that can be broadcast, and you can be—yes, it can make you violent. It can make you uh, complacent. It can make you uh, hate. Uh, you know, when you you know hate the word Trump, it can do all of that. But but what I'm saying is, it can be used to transmit disease and then when i say disease i'm going to put little quotation marks around it because it is not a viral disease it is the frequency of symptoms that have been sort of set in place in these so-called diseases that have been really created uh in labs i mean come on they're created in labs do we know that yet i mean let's just cut to the chase here And those, that entails frequencies. So they don't even need to send any organic material. They don't even need to, you know, put LSD in your drink anymore. They can just send you the frequency of LSD and you're going to trip. This sounds like, uh,
0: this sounds like reversed homeopathy. Because I, yeah. uh, when, yeah. I, when I, um, what you're describing sounds like reverse homeopathy, because when it was first described to me how, for example, if you were going to make a homeopathic uh, tincture for, I don't know, let's say poison ivy, you would actually take maybe a, 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 some, some essence of that poison ivy plant, put it into a five gallon jug, turn it over a little bit, then take one drop of the five gallon jug, put it into another five gallon, and dilute it to, point, to points where there's absolutely nothing left of that initial um, sample of the poison ivy. But what there is there is a energetic resonance that can then go and counter that presence on the skin and actually neutralize it. And what you're what you're saying right now actually sounds like a homeopathic method to to deliver to deliver harm instead of take it away
2: Yes, I'd call it diabolical yeah. oh yes yes well, yes it is well look, and
0: uh, go ahead because no, uh, I, I I know that we only have about twelve minutes left, so i I wanted to get one more maybe complimentary question in there on all this stuff because we're talking about radio frequency, but I wanted to bring up Bill Cooper. Uh, real quick because he when he published his very famous um, Pale Horse He talked about in one segment about um, Project Orion and he said that it was a an initiative to start saucing up children with Prozac and other mind altering drugs and in, in order to precipitate Eventual mass murders that would be used to come for people's right to self-defense and 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 whatnot. So, what I want to ask you: Is I guess how do how do you tie the free the radio frequencies and the drugs? How do they work together? And and in a little bit more specifically, where I try to uh, figure out what came first, the chicken or the egg? Can a Manchurian candidate? I'll just call them that for for sake of brevity here can they be targeted by this technology or must they be entrapped and groomed first? Or like, can you target one person out of a crowd of 50 with this technology alone? Uh, because it just seems like there are so many factors at play that, um, that were, that, you know, when you're chipping away at a person's resolve or the discernment, their autonomy, it's just hard to gauge what comes first. You have to soften them up or can you actually go and target one per you see one person in a, in a crowd of 50, you can get that person or oh,
2: you can get that person. Okay. No question. Because you, you're looking at, um, how it used to be where there, there was a, there were a variety, there's a variety of of factors that you had to take into account when you were the CIA and you were working on MKUltra for a Manchurian candidate or a sex slave or a drug mule or you know the people out in the field, you had to uh, you had to have an agent watching uh, agents. Now what do we have? We have. Uh, well, uh, Arthur Furstenberg uh, says, the uh, the author of The Invisible Rainbow, says that there may be as many as 475,000 satellites up now. So they can see, uh, forget postage stamp, uh, they've got our evoked potential, our, our frequency, our, our extremely unique frequency if they want it. And they can, uh, immediately go straight down using your evoke potential. Get inside your brain, and now you are theirs. And and am I being uh, uh, am, I, am I being bombastic by saying that? No, not at all. Uh, the guy who's told us about it is Robert Duncan, and uh, you know he was a PhD working for the bad guys and he was used and exploited and programmed. Uh, so, you know, the, I think it's called RNM, remote neural monitoring, uh, is now the way that most killers who are uh, doing children and things uh, are, uh, are, are affected. Now, something I wanted to bring up uh, that you haven't brought up, but I wanna look at my notes here for a moment, um, this was, uh, let's go here, yeah. Okay, at that, um, that Astro World Festival with Travis Scott on November 5, 2021 in Houston, Texas, uh, from which came 10 deaths, 2,400 injured, and 2,500 more cases being reviewed, according to NBC. Uh, what was going on there was uh, this whole crowd of kids who were listening to uh, the rap music of Travis Scott and it looked to be that Travis Scott during the entire uh, catastrophe that happened there of people being uh, as this uh, as I describe it here um, damaging frequencies like 5G, 6G and, and injections there were people walking around randomly, it seemed, injecting young people there uh, with nanobots and who knows what, data mining them, uh, wireless brain cloud signaling, uh, all during the music, and who knows what the music frequencies were doing. Uh, the, the, uh, it, it, was, it was so obviously a, a, a Rwanda-type operation that was going on. Uh, And, of course, everyone is confused because when you have electromagnetics and you have, uh, obviously, some sort of inoculations, got the drug thing going on, the chemicals, and then you have the music frequency coming and Travis standing up there sort of like a robot, an automaton, just singing while people are dropping like flies and people are running in to carry them out. I mean, you know, and then what does that do to Americans who see that? Maybe you see just a a, a clip. Uh, Well, it it throws you into trauma. The the witnessing of trauma, uh, even though we need to learn from these things, I I totally am for that, Uh, but the visual trauma, such as the Kennedy assassination, uh, 9-11, these things that you film and then show again and again and again, now you're 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 in the realm of mind control. And what we have is a complete nation of mind-controlled people who are now primed for five G, six G control. Uh, you can you can zap them with symptoms. It's not the disease. I keep saying that it's not the disease. It's just the symptoms. You have the symptoms, but you're really not sick. You just Your body is not working now because you have been uh, entered by this frequency that resonates through all your cells, all your muscles, all, all your brain cells, and, and you end up having, uh, like I did on my tour, you have these symptoms of being sick but you're not really sick. You don't feel sick, but your body is not working anymore. And your brain is kind of in a in a fog. So, uh, you know, we call this uh, COVID-19 uh, that we've learned, we've been taught to think of it as as COVID-19 when really what it is is 5G flu. That's what it is. It's a 5G flu. I had a 5G flu, but on the other hand, they, I believe, really hit me, transmitted symptoms to me that did some other things besides the usual 5G flu. So uh, that's where we're at now. And, and I, I'm, I'm gonna say it over and over again, uh, this is so serious. I mean, can you see what they can do with this? If they can control the public mind with mind control and then use the 5G, 6G system to do transmissions, uh, digital transmissions of disease states uh, that give symptoms, but it's not viral. It's not contagious. It's being done by a 5G, 6G system. And that's why, I don't know if you remember this, but right after the Wuhan thing, Remember how, um, oh, what was their name? Allison, I uh, can't remember her last name, came out with a video saying, hey guys, what about the 5G? Wuhan had just been armed with the state-of-the-art 5G three weeks before this thing happened in Wuhan. Yeah, no, oh, that got buried really fast.
0: Wasn't it the first, smart, smart, first smart city on the, on the planet? I, I forget, but wasn't it one of the first smart cities with the so-called smart cities?
2: Well, yes, but in the sense of the 5G was, was more powerful than anywhere else, including the United States. Uh, and, uh, but what they did is every time somebody would bring up 5G, that, that fact checkers would move in, slam that baby down, so that no one was thinking anymore about the 5G part, except the white vans were pulling up everywhere in America as the guys got out and were getting that 5G up as fast as they could.
0: I know yeah, I know. that's what's one thing that we were dealing with, I think it was in 2020 into 2021. There are a yeah. few few regions in the country that are still pushing back. I gotta say, I, I've heard all of this and I, I hold it all in check and I hold it all in balance. I don't, I don't really know where, where, where the hell I lean on everything. I, I've, been, I've been quote unquote sick uh, in the last a month and a half, uh, it, it felt like I was sick. <laughs> I had I had a fever. I had some other, but you know, at the same time, I don't know what the hell I trust. So, I, I, but but when as as far as it comes to the actual historical, the historical presence of mind control and radio frequency, not even even in a in a such a nuance. And we we've heard about voice to skull technology. We've heard about a, a, even more crude implementation of radio and sound waves through active denial systems so we know uh, it, it's all there decades worth of of evidence and history of this stuff being used in in a great many ways so i i'm 100 percent open and 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 believing that this is being used to at least i mean i remember this alana i know we have to go so i want i want you to, to plug a few things before we go but i remember when i was first starting to get into this thing particular when you know the, the around the time that i first started hearing about what's going being sprayed in the sky and all that i think it was in high school when i started picking through some of the information that when i found studies on television hypnotism uh, the flicker rates not only in the old tube televisions but the flicker rates in street lamps at the time, uh, that how it could be used to either subdue or agitate people, uh, to, to either inflame times of, of social turmoil, or depending on what is more valuable to the state, for people to be calm or be agitated. That things like that were already a a, a very viable dual purposed, uh dual-purpose uh, mechanism. So, uh, yeah, that that was primitive technology to what is probably around now 35 years later so you don't have to sell me on that at all i really appreciate this um you putting a nice a nice um well focused
2: don't mind
0: that. That's my phone. Okay, my bad. <laughs> well, anyway, anyway, thank you for focusing this for us, because I wanted to ask about this in particular. Let us everybody let everybody know where you're going to be. I know you're going out to, to do some recording. I can't wait to see what you're working on. But um, any more book touring? What can people look for from you?
2: Well, uh, yeah, I'm involved in serving the book. You know, you write a book, you think it's out. Okay, it's out. That's over. No, no, no. This is just the beginning. And the book is has been selling like hotcakes, especially in Europe, uh, where people still read. So, uh, I mean, it's uh, it's been great. It's been great. It's been a great ride. It is a super, super uh, important book, primarily because it's the only book that is trying to tie all of this together. Now let me give you the title. I don't even think we did that. Uh, it, you know, uh, Geoengineered Transhumanism. How the environment has been weaponized by chemicals, electromagnetism, and nanotechnology for synthetic biology. And the synthetic biology is the important one that now we are all experiencing through loved ones, through people we know, people at work, uh, people getting uh, vaxxed. Uh, and, and we know something is going on there, we know it's gene drive stuff, it's gene manipulation, but we don't know enough about the nanotechnology and we don't know enough about the electromagnetic leash that all the uh, vaxxed people are on. We need to study this technology because humanity, the existence of the human species is under assault. And I am deadly serious. This is not science fiction. And I am devoting everything in my life to this because I love humanity. Yeah, we've got some bad apples and we got some way worse than bad apples that we've let run rampant who now have tremendous power, tremendous technological and financial power. So, you know, this is the time to come to the fore and live a life of, uh, of, extraordinary importance that history will remember for the ages uh that's how i feel that's the way i live uh i'm not just talking it i walk the talk and uh and now and then there's some danger but uh but on the whole oh yeah this is service to the best of humanity
0: well, Ilana, we always appreciate not only your work but your time when you come spend it with us. And uh, I hope that we can link up again when you're back from Texas, and we can uh, we could do something again soon. There's always going to be something to talk about that we're going to need some clarity on. And I always appreciate your perspective on things. AlanaFreeland.com, I just put your book uh, cover up on the screen so people. Oh know yeah, how... and let
2: me say let me say something there, Frank. Yes. Uh, that if people want the book, the color edition is only available through the Rudolf Steiner Bookstore in Seattle, Washington. Uh, this guy's doing me a favor uh, by sending these books out. The color edition is well worth having. It's just $15 more than the black and white edition on Amazon. So I just wanted to clarify that.
0: And that, that link is on the website as well?
2: Yeah. Well, yeah, it is. It is. And then just remember the name Rudolph Steiner Bookstore in Seattle. Yeah.
0: Wonderful. Ilana, safe travels and we will talk soon. Thank you for everything.
2: Thanks, Frank. All right.
0: Be well. There you go. Ilana Freeland hanging out, having a good time. Now, listen, there's you don't go anywhere. It's eight o'clock. We're going on a really quick break. Uh, Frank and Jim Zell are going to be calling in at some point right after the break because there is some developing news coming out of Utah that is very strange and it's happening in real time. I want to give you a little bit of a preview of it right now. Here is the Salt Lake Tribune headline, Utah County Attorney Calls for Sheriff to Resign, saying the top cop may have tried to implicate him in a ritualistic sex ring investigation. So there has been... Uh, very recently, now there's this back and forth, this battle that's going on, and I want to get, I want to read this with you for the first time, because I sent this over to the Zells yesterday, and I said, guys, what do you think about this? Uh, Investigations out in Utah confirm ritualistic child sexual abuse had been taking place, but that is the only thing I had learned that was from Breaking911, and then this story comes out today. Well, the Zells are going to be calling in want to learn about this, and uh, do not do not go anywhere. In fact, share this with more people. And if you're watching on QuiteFrankly.tv, then remember, the rabbit hole goes much deeper than just what we do and what we get accomplished by 9 p.m. Rabbit Hole Wednesday programming on QuiteFrankly.tv lives on afterwards. So we will be right back. Thank you so much.
1: Thank you. quite frankly quite frankly quite frankly
3: quite frankly quite frankly quite frankly quite frankly quite frankly quite frankly
2: quite frankly quite frankly
3: quite frankly quite frankly quite frankly quite frankly quite frankly quite frankly
1: quite frankly 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 quite frankly
2: dare you
0: some super chats and then we'll get right into a few other things real quick because we have more than enough time to get everything done so I don't want to rush but at the same time I got to keep in mind that we have to do our badass our first badass of June. So let's get into Rockfin. We got a lot of people watching on Rockfin. Whenever YouTube is out, out of the uh, the equation for an evening, it's really interesting to see where people go hang out. And we have some great people on Rockfin right now. Here are a few of the tips that came in. Uh, Billiam. Billiam says it's the first time This is the first time I've watched this show. I randomly discovered it here on Rockfin, and I'm really excited about the fact that Ilana Freeland is on. What a nice surprise. It's great to have you on. I I love that there are people still randomly stumbling upon uh, this show. Honestly, you can only randomly stumble upon a show like mine in a place like Rockfin. And, And there's a lot of independent streaming sites out there that are popping up these days. And thank God for them, because... I can't tell you the last time said, oh, you know, I found you on YouTube and uh, that it's been years. It's been absolutely years. Thank you. Great to have you out there. Billiam Todd Fife. Thank you so much. And Jean Audino sent in a tip. So no messages there, but a blessing nonetheless. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, over on to the of Stream. Now remember, the universal Super Chat that I can go see in real time coming in, you can use, quite frankly, superchat.com. I set that up, quite frankly, superchat.com. Here we go. Doc Keck says, one theoretical framework to use as a reference of the cross-section between electromagnetism, biology, and psychology would be the foundational theory of consciousness studies, the orc or wait 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 the orc the orc theory, O R C H hyphen O R theory the orc or, orchor the, the theory. Leave it to Doc Keck to always leave things I cannot pronounce in a super chat instead of just calling in or something. Uh... Chef J says hi Frank sending over some shekels on Wednesday evening love the show and keep up the great work chef Jay thank you chef thank you so much I appreciate it on the rumble where we have a, a, a big amount of people watching thank you so much hanging out over there and on foxhole Jay Jewel says pill run tonight Sean Joe, thank you for the cookie, Paulie9363 says, donate, oh, let's see here, telepathic communication between humans and hideous aliens will end racism. Tom Ford says, I don't want to say false flags, but false flags, I take one week on vacation and miss all this shit. Zoso dude says, banned from YouTube again for a week, no uploads, sorry, what did Zoso dude do? It had, was it his use of music? That doesn't that doesn't give you community strikes. That's just like you'll get a uh, an episode blocked and you have to delete it, or you have to delete the spot where there's copyrighted music. I wonder what Zoso dude talked about. That was just no no. Squickly says Frank, can they literally project images into? They can literally project images into your head. I know firsthand. Well, listen, we also did other things together when we broke down that West Point. That West Point presentation about about the the uh, ability to transfer memories from brain to brain wirelessly. This is outside of conventional tricks into implanting false memories into people's heads just through just through um, confusion and suggestibility, hypnosis tactics. Now, actual actual transmission of memories we were talking about it that's brain to brain that is uh, over the airwaves now was the least of it remember that was a west point revelation there that was the same that was the same presentation where they showed that they can actually implant reproducible moving images inside a bacteria that they can that there was a moving image almost like a gif of a man on a galloping horse that was stored on a sample of bacteria and when the bacteria multiplied and reproduced on its own the video file reproduced with it so for you that's why sometimes i mean i always try to i leave a lot of room open for people that have a lot of different opinions on things um and when Ilana Freeland comes on, she's been coming on this show for a few years now, and I have seen, I've been able to gauge the warmth that the audience has with a guest over the course of their time coming on, and let me tell you, there's a lot more people open to what Ilana's saying now than the first time that she was on, because it, it it's, I mean, to call it science fiction is is limiting is limiting what we don't know is ridiculous Kay Landry says love what you do honestly thank you thank you Kay it's great to have you out there and Tom Ford again says please play the West Point showing again sometime in the future the after-hours programming oh yes in fact Maybe I can get that over to Abe and Cody and Josh tonight in some way, but I'm on the air right now. I don't know if it's possible, or maybe somebody can go out there and do it. Oh, the orc. Oh, actual orcs. Okay, I didn't know that you were making a Lord of the Rings uh, reference. Orc or. Hold on. PubMed. Wait a second. I want to get some... Let's see here. Orc or. O-R... C-H-O-R is the most complete and most easily falsifiable theory of consciousness. The abstract is this. The Orc-Or theory attributes consciousness to quantum computations in microtubules inside of the brain neurons. Quantum computers process information at uh, superpositions of multiple possibilities. Um which in orc or are alternative collective dipole oscillations. Oh, forget. What the fuck am I supposed to do with this? He's so technical, to talk heck. What am I supposed to do with it? You have to send something to me in layman's terms. I am the everyman here trying to, to, to give a digestible conversation to many thousands of people who are now just as disturbingly off-put as I am. I'm going to try to to go another sentence into that muck. <laughs> okay. I'll, I'll get some clarity on that soon with Doc. No doubt about it, because I want to know. I want to understand. I want to understand. Okay. And that is it for the Super Chats. Real quick, before I get into this, and I hope that the Zells are ready to call in. But real quick, I want to read something to you. Here is a... Here's a little something that I thought was really summed up nicely on the 24th of May, which was the day of the shooting. So there was a lot of threads that popped up around this, and uh, this was pulled from 4chan. Here's what one anon said. After a few decades of living in this world, you develop a sixth sense uh, for sensing patterns, blatant bullshit, and probability. Now when I read this, I said, I'm grabbing this, this screenshot right here, because this this ended up being a, um, being a guide to what I was talking about over Labor uh, Memorial Day weekend with a friend of mine who does not do any deep dives into this and like I said, would have not touched any of this or been skeptical in any way about things that we're watching right now. And like I said before, not the fact that people are being killed, not the fact that people are being harmed, that people are being traumatized, no that's necessary that's necessary in all of these operations after a few decades of living in this world you develop a sixth sense for sensing patterns blatant bullshit and probability especially if you happen to have a brain that is geared toward these things to begin with Uh, these frequent killings of groups of random innocent people simply aren't possible people in the US random remember People in the U.S., if they're actually going to arrive at a point where they're willing to kill a group of people, are many thousands of times more likely to kill a group of people that they feel engaged in injustice against them or people they know or care about. Um, So if these random mass killings were legitimate, there would be simultaneously... Many thousands of times more killings and bombings of politicians, CEOs, bosses in meetings, malpractice doctors, churches involved in molestation, police departments, etc. Killings of random people in schools, movie theaters, restaurants, such would be virtually non-existent in comparison. But if the CIA were staging events to scare people into believing that they're not safe anywhere and that police, state, expansion and support of military invasions is needed to keep them safe, well then... What we're currently seeing is exactly what you expect to see. What do you want me to say? What do you want me to say? And to be and to be honest, you know, there was some. There was a stampede at MSG the other night. My cousin was almost caught in the middle of it because people thought they heard gunshots. So it gets to the point where you don't even need to. But once you have the media disseminate all this and everybody gets traumatized to however many however many threads they're caught up in on social media as well then all you need to do is just be in a a high high intensity high stress social situation and then everything just falls apart and it's the constant programming and it's the apocalypse fatigue hey this is going on i don't know how you can't see i don't know how you can see it any other way any other way and it should it makes it actually even all the more frightening because they will do anything 100 all right so switching gears on the other side of i mean it was yesterday that i saw this coming out of utah breaking news investigation confirms ritualistic sex abuse sex trafficking allegations as well in utah That was from Breaking911. Today we have this, and I'm looking for the Zells. Let's give them a call. Hold on. 100%.
3: Hey, Frank. Hey, Frank, can you hear me? I can hear you. Where's Jim? I'm going uh, to see if I can work this new phone of mine. Hold on. Oh, you got a new phone? Yeah. I'm here.
0: Oh, wow. You go, Frank. It oh. Sounds, are you guys in the same room? Have you been just uh, 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 playing me all this
3: time? <laughs> no, we are not. Okay. <laughs> no, sir, we are in different states. I, I, I,
0: will, I will say, though, there is a difference between both of your accents. You can tell that Jim has been away from the tri-state area for a long time now.
3: Long yeah, time he lost, since about he 2003. Lost his, he, he lost his jersey card a long time ago. Yeah, I, I would say I lost the
1: card, but
0: no, there's a little something temporary. there. There's a little something there with the A's and the R's. I, I, there's still something there, but it, it's not like Frank. Frank is is still marinating in it.
1: Yeah, yeah, he's, he's bathing and he's bathing in the accent.
0: So, so let's let's do this together because I I sent you guys something yesterday and then you guys sent me something back today and even for all the experience you guys have in these types of investigations, you were you're you're actually pretty uh, astonished at how things are playing out right now in real time. And I'm going to read the headline and uh, you just stop me along the way. It's a very, very short Salt Lake Tribune article. And let's just talk about what you have gathered and what there is to, to discuss here. Utah County Attorney calls for Sheriff to resign, saying the top cop may have tried to implicate him in ritualistic sex ring investigation. Um, Utah County Attorney David Le- uh, Levitt, On Wednesday, called for an outside investigation and the resignations of the county's top law enforcement officer saying Sheriff Mike Smith had dredged up outlandish allegations accusing the county attorney of cannibalizing young children and participating in a ritualistic sex ring. Um... Levitt said he read an investigative report the day prior that contained decades-old accusations of an illegal sex ring involving 15 people. He and his wife were both named in that report, according to Levitt. The sheriff's office did announce Tuesday that it is investigating a, quote, ritualistic sex abuse and child sex trafficking case that occurred in Utah, Wab, and San Pete counties. Between 1990 and 2010, the law enforcement agency urged victims to come forward, but released few other details and did not name anyone suspected to be involved. Levitz said that the report, which has not been publicly released, names him. He believes that the timing of the announcement from the sheriff's office was suspicious since Levitt is running for reelection and ballots are expected to go out next week. I'm calling upon Sheriff Mike Smith to open his office to an outside investigation where outside independent investigators are able to investigate and confirm or deny that documents from a debunked investigation from more than a decade ago were or were not used for political purpose in Utah County attorney's race. Guys, what are you taking from this?
3: Okay, first off, that son of a bitch, he's up to his neck in it because what he did just that, that article you just read transpired at 3.30, 4.30 this afternoon. He came out and gave a press conference. Never did the police mention any names. They gave very little information. This guy panicked and came out and mentioned the report from 10 to 15 years ago, mentioned him and his wife's dad, they, that him and his wife were accused, along with 15 other people. He, in essence, is trying to paint this, is, this is a freaking, out of a playbook. It's almost like the decant memo out of, uh, uh, when the, with the Franklin case, when they mm. were investigating everything, everything was done undercover, everything was quiet, until somebody leaked the decamp memo to the press and outed everything they were doing, and then it was fair game and the press went off on them. That's what this, that's what this freaking attorney just did. I mean, the county attorney, district attorney. County okay. attorney.
0: County attorney David yeah. LeVette. So David LeVette, he is getting out ahead of this and in a, a really sloppy yet desperate way.
3: It's, it's part desperation it's part trying to derail it it's part probably signaling to others what's happening because yes. it, yeah, there's a there's a time frame you know, there's like a, a series of events because this all happened and then the police chief gave his press conference to counter what that attorney said okay wait, wait, wait. Did, so did you see did you see, that, did you see that press
0: conference of the police chief what did they say because I didn't see any of this Well, okay, the
3: link you sent, you sent to us, right? Mm -hmm. This is, I'm, I'm going to read a brief paragraph. This is extremely rare for people like, you know, that don't research these type of cases like me and my brother do. This, for the police to do this is almost unheard of. So this is on the Utah County Sheriff's Office website. Right at the bottom where it says press release. Press release, May 31st, 2022. In April of 2021, an investigation began into ritualistic child sexual abuse and child sex trafficking that occurred in Utah County. The ensuing investigation discovered that other victims had previously reported similar forms of ritualistic sexual abuse and trafficking that occurred in Utah County, Guelph County, and San Pete County during the time between 1990 and 2010. Portions of these allegations were confirmed. These allegations are being investigated by the Utah County Sheriff's Office in cooperation with other local and federal agencies. We are pleading with the public and encourage victims or individuals with knowledge of these crimes to contact the Utah County Sheriff's Office Special Victims Unit so they can be offered all the assistance possible. We understand there are individuals who have concerns for their safety, and or well-being who have been silenced. We need your help. End of the press release. That is so freaking rare. One, that they're actually taking it seriously, and two, that they're close. So that was yesterday. So that pretty much breaks today. Wow. That comes out. Okay? The next event is an article by a Fox affiliate that has been covering apparently covering what was going on in this investigation. Maybe the reporter has a tie in to the, uh, to the sheriff's office, but I'm just going to skim it. So Fox 13 has been investigating this for several months and it has, uh, it says that it, it involves high profile citizens connection in connection to this case. So that's a problem
0: high profile citizen now that that could, uh, obviously that could just mean high profile uh, citizens of high profile within their state and local governments or it could just be who the hell knows I'm it a, could
3: be it could well, be prominent businessmen yeah well,
0: in the according community.
3: according to uh the lady at the detective's office in Utah who I talked with this afternoon and I and I said things are going to start to heat up for you guys you know and she was like they already have and I was like, let me, let me, let me ask you a question. I said, there are people, I said, these high profile people, I said, these are prominent, these are prominent men and women in your community. Are they not? And she goes, yes. I said, these are names that will almost seem outlandish to you. Shocking. And she goes, yes. I said, get ready. You guys got to better buckle down. You know, I left my number, hopefully Mike Smith or one of the detectives will get back to me, but she's confirming these are prominent people within their community, and it's most likely businessmen, that's how the pattern is, majority of time it's businessmen, local politicians, and depending how far you want to go up the ladder, you can get mm-hmm. probably bigger fish. I bet you these kids were trafficked outside of these counties, I bet you they were trafficked to different states, who knows? um we'll see what happens
0: so listen you guys you guys obviously were um when it comes to your work in the past nothing compares to the work and the attention you put into the ramsey case we have not done a ramsey night yet that is going to be that's going to be a big endeavor we might have to do several installments of that conversation <laughs> so when it comes to ramsey that that's pretty big but then again that's another that's from what we do know that is another example of a an entire town gripped by a certain kind of activity and, and, and people from all over uh, involved in that. When you're looking at this, it kind of, on the surface, it, it feels like it can have the same kind of, of feeling to it, but when they bring up the word ritualistic... I mean, I guess the average person, the average reader's mind goes to all different places with their imagination. What do you guys know from all of your experience? When you say ritualistic um, uh, sex ring with children, what kind of activities are going on? Is this satanic? Is this just, um, you know, torture fetishes? What is it?
3: Jim, you want me to take that or you want to take it? Go ahead. Okay. Okay. Yeah, ritualistic, it usually involves some kind of religious overtone. Uh, Now, the cases that me and my brother, you know, there's been some, uh, and strangely enough, I was just going to say, some of the cases that I've worked with about religion uh, involved the uh, Mormon church, and I guarantee you this is going to tie into the Latter-day Saints over there, I have no doubt, bunch of freaks. Anyway... So it could be uh, ritualistic in the type of uh, things they do, like you said, fetishes, but, uh, and then obviously satanic. I'm I pretty sure this is going to lead into satan- you know, Satanism because they're talking about cannibalism, they're talking about murder, the murdering of uh, children. I, I wouldn't doubt that these kids probably witnessed these people kill other children in front of them. Mm-hmm. That's a pattern in many other cases. I wouldn't surprise me if these children or, you know, young kids uh, witnessed or participated in the slaughtering of animals um, in front of them. That type of stuff, I believe, may have taken place. And, you know, one of the cases, actually a couple of cases that come to mind with stuff like that is McMartin, yep. um, also Nebraska, and there's probably several others as well that you can look at. To have oh, that Presidio, of- you can, go, you can presidio. go on and on and on. Wow. And, Frank, like, like what you were talking to, like, uh, you know, bringing up Ramsey, I mean, how these things are able to operate in a place like, uh, you know, Utah County, you know, those three counties in Utah, people are entrenched there and they're, they're pillars of the community. So nobody, they have, they wield power. One, nobody believes the accusations when they happen. So that's how they're able to deflect it. And if something does try to, you know, tend to stick, they're able to, to use their power to control the investigation and derail it. Maybe they have a friend in, in, the, in, in the police department or they have a friend in the district attorney's office like this guy, mm. like a, like this Leavitt character. And there's a reason why he did what he did. Because if you go to the Fox, the Fox 13 article states that they have been investigating people involved in this case with the, that with the, they didn't allude to any names. They just said, we've been investigating this for several months. And it says that, uh, Oh, hold on one second. Cause this is, this is happening so quickly. Yeah, that, that's the other
0: question. While you're looking there, maybe, yeah. Jim, maybe you can take right. up this question. Yeah. But while he's looking, is this um, – how often have you guys encountered a situation like this where it's developing like this, it's so public, and it's in real time? Obviously, you are adept at putting pieces together, and you can build a timeline over over a period of weeks and months that you're looking into a particular case. But But right now, how often – Has this happened to you where you're watching this
3: play out in real time right now? I think the only one in recent memory that I can recall happening like almost in real time and with the fluidity of it was uh, Penn State. Oh, yeah. yeah. Sandusky with the second mile. That was happening and, you know, we... I, we, I got as far to kind of, you know, the, the the initial report, what people forget about the Sandusky case is that the initial report was that these kids were being pimped out to, to the donors, boosters of the school. That was the original report, and then it totally morphed into something different. But that was the original allegations. And there was one particular donor who was from California who we were looking at uh, whose name was, was given to us that was who was on one of the airplanes where these kids were abused? So that that was the that was one case that seemed to happen right away, and it, and it was happening at the moment, and you were just kind of trying to keep up with it. But the the narrative changed as it as it happened, so you have to kind of stay on track with the initial uh, reporting and try to kind of confirm the sources and go from there. So it was really a fa- yeah. That's the only one I can really. Uh, come up with in recent memory that's happened like this yeah. and it's funny that my brother was he put a blog post on our blog and he was talking about you know hey you know they have to do something because the attorney uh the attorney may may try to cover it up and then as soon as he writes that he posts it then this attorney comes out with a press conference yeah but I mean, didn't you can't make it up minutes within, within 20 minutes, minutes of the blog yeah, and I'll tell you the,
0: the the press conference is so unreal, especially now that as as we talk more, and I keep considering how this was the play, and as you said, it has it serves a, a couple of purposes. Uh, none of them are good options, but of course, their only option this uh, this David Levitt over there in Utah County, it is um, for them to say. Have to come out and not just say, "Oh, you know, there's old, there's old allegations of me, I don't know, molesting a, a somebody or whatever." But for them to have to say, "Outlandish allegations have been drugged uh, uh, up concerning my cannibalizing of young children," I, I mean, I'll, I'll tell you, you guys said. Just not too long ago, that one of the things that they really have going for them is that most people don't even believe this stuff because because it, it's so crazy. When I read that myself, I I, I almost like glossed over it as if mm. okay, well that must be a euphemism for something else. No. But but and, and then you you call yourself back to say no 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 no, no. Well, you're talking about the ingesting, the, the we're talking about eating.
3: It's yes. Yes. you talk about eating and obviously murder that's what you're talking about and see the thing is is that you know the attorney is making them is he's making it seem like oh you know Mike Smith is doing this to me Sheriff Mike Smith no no he's not he in the press release it mentioned nothing it mentioned nothing of a report it mentions nothing about the attorney it, it mentions very little other than saying we're investigating Uh, A sex trafficking ring, ritualistic child sexual abuse in the county from, you know, 1990 to uh, to 2010. That's all. He mentions no names. Now, what happened was Fox 13 wrote their article. And this is the part that he writes. He goes, one of the targets of the investigation was a therapist previously charged with a series of sex crimes against young female family members the Utah County attorney dropped the charges. The man was not convicted, even though police indicate they had a tape confession. Wow. So now now you know why, when that came out, the attorney's like, I gotta derail this. So he's doing this one desperation, two he's trying to taint it. And then, so the, the attorney has the press conference talking about cannibalism, how him and his wife were named in this report with 15 others, this and that. He's bringing all the salacious stuff out. Then, around 5.30, Sheriff Mike Smith holds a press conference. And this is the, he did the right thing. The worst thing he could have did was not respond because that's it. Your badass of the month of June is Mike Smith because he's putting it all on the line. <laughs> that's right. All on the line. He's putting his family... He's going to put his career – I mean, I've seen this play out a, a million different ways. People ruined, destroyed, families destroyed, careers destroyed. That's what this man's going to face right now. He could have, he could have played ball and not investigated it. He didn't have to do this. But wow. in the press conference, you could see it on his freaking face, man. He cares. He's Sheriff, like, Sheriff Mike like, Smith. Who, Sheriff Mike Mike Smith. Smith.
0: Hold on, I got I got to find a picture of this guy. And
3: and I think and I think the reason he said he go when he rebutted the uh, attorney, uh, the attorney's press conference, he said the reason he's doing it is because they're the police department. They investigate crimes, and they had twenty people come forward today. Yeah, a reporter asked them, you know, why did you (laughs) why did you put that on the website? And he's like, you know, why we did it? He goes, I'll tell you why we did it. We got twenty people come forward making accusations because of that article. That's why we did it, because we knew we'd get more people.
0: 20 people, first, and, and, and that is probably- 20, 20
3: people just that, that, that they that called in to give, to, to give that testimony about what happened. I, so this I'm, is all yeah. fluid. You know, we don't know a lot of information, but to see the attorney, the, in essence, the district attorney do what he did today, and in essence try to taint and out this investigation from the police department the sheriff even called him out on it he he said he goes the attorney mentioned this stuff that we never mentioned and we weren't going to we mentioned no names and all of a sudden he does this he tainted the investigation and and then a reporter asked him you know so how are you going to prosecute this and he's like well we'll go outside we'll go to outside attorneys for other counties if we have to but they are going to go to yeah this is going to be a war this guy's putting his career he is putting everything at risk and hopefully he can come out on top but well you you know know what i i just i found i I think i guess
0: i guess this this is his uh i don't know if you guys are going to hear it i'm going to play like maybe a a minute of this guy i just found it on abc4.com just so people can see him and hear him talk for a second Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, hold on one second. Stay with me. Wait, let me get this.
1: I take exception to any victim who comes forward and and is characterized as tragically mentally ill. How dare you? These are victims of crime. Who have the courage to come forward. This is what we call them is mentally ill, our victims of crime. How dare you? You shouldn't they, they should not be shamed or intimidated for having the courage to come forward. When we investigate cases at the Utah County Sheriff's Office, we do not discuss the names of victims and we do not discuss the names of suspects. That is not how we conduct business. We did not release any names in association with this case. If they have been released, that did not come from this office. Hmm. Nicholas Rossi, who also goes by Arthur Knight, claimed to have exclusive confirmation from our public information officer naming suspects in the case we are investigating. Sergeant Canna did not discuss or confirm names or of either victims or suspects with him. Again we do not do that. As of about an hour ago we've actually received a text message from this, in, this individual apologizing for releasing that information and naming the sheriff's office and Spencer Cannon as confirming that information. So with that said for what it's worth um, neither I will not be resigning, and Spencer Cannon will not be disciplined for doing.
0: This damn thing is jumping around. So pretty much, I I I, feel, I, I finished up to that point where he says he's not going to be resigning, and um, and there is not going to be any disciplining on his end with anybody else that works underneath him or with him um, at the uh, the sheriff's department. But yeah, th-
3: this guy that, is. That, that, that's uh. That was Officer Connor who gave an interview. Who didn't do anything wrong, but he just, you know, he just said some things like, you know, you know, we got to do our jobs. He goes, and he got pushed for information. He didn't say anything. He's like, hey, concerning individuals, let the chips fall where they may. You know, he didn't say anything wrong, but I don't know if you played the part. I couldn't really hear it. So, uh, did the, did you play the part where the sheriff talked about one of the witnesses who the attorney? Who the attorney kind
0: of defamed? No, see, I don't know. I, I, press I, I would need some some time stamps over here because it's, this is a 12-minute-long thing, and uh, if you guys could at least hear it, then we can stop along the way and listen to it. But uh, maybe we can we can follow up on this tomorrow. I, I I'm just happy that we're I'm just happy that we're breaking it to this audience at least yeah, right so now. You,
3: you may be yeah, you may be one of the few shows that that's going to be covering this because it like it literally just happened two hours before, you know, maybe two hours before you went to air for the sheriff's press conference. And that's one thing he said, and that's how you could tell. He was, he was so, you could tell by the look on his face when he was like, he goes, and the one witness, how dare you, referring to the attorney, how dare you call somebody who's the victim of a crime? And I'll say it again, a victim of a crime. How dare you Call them tragically mentally ill. Yeah. He goes. Where's your proof on that? How could yeah, you say that to somebody? Them. Just defaming them. How could you? Because how could you say that? Which is the textbook? These 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 that kids oh, are yeah, now textbook. adults are, are going to get ripped apart. Yep. Now the press is going to pile on, and they're going to somebody will get outed eventually. This because it's going to be hard for them to contain this now because now the reporters. Are going to be digging into this, and all it takes is for one cop to leak it and leak some names, and then all hell is going to break loose. So the, the, the attorney, yeah, he he he's, he he an this big investigation now. Well, I I, I just can't hope it.
0: I just hope that he has a food taster, and then he he can uh, he can <laughs> he, he can trust the 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 people around him in his department. I hope that he has a good inner circle. Oh. I really do. Mm. Shoot, man, and, and now, uh, Jim. You, Jim. You said, "What happened?" I think Frank just hung up. He'll be calling back. Wow. Well, well, well. And the implications of this, you know, ladies and gentlemen, this would just be a peek into yet another coven. Another coven of a nationwide, nationwide network of coven's. Um, so Frank, I, I was, uh, is Jim on with us still? Hello? Hold on. I'm not getting anything. Frank, you there? Hmm. Let me call him back. Sorry about that, Frank. No problem, no problem. I was new uh, phone, new, new phone issues. That's what we're having here. Well, I was going to ask Jim. I was just going to, I was just going to throw it back at him. Uh, it, Jim, you, you so you called when you saw this breaking. You went and you actually hit the phones and called uh, some people over there in Utah.
3: Well, just for the record, my we lost my brother, but yet my brother, this is what this is what we do. I mean, if you want to get answers to cases or get to the truth to cases, you have got to reach out to these people. You got to call. You have to, you know. That's what he did. My brother called and started, he, he asked to speak to Mike Smith, but he couldn't get through because he was getting ready for his press conference. Right. So he just started talking to the lady, and my brother just started asking her some questions and, you know, just going over things, and she just replied in the affirmative.
0: Wow. Mentioned
3: yeah. that it's prominent people. So, you know, it's, it's obvious that it's prominent people. I mean, now that the attorney has come out, and did what he did, but oh, Frank, you you do realize, I meant to say this at the beginning, you do realize there was another mass shooting, right? No, what happened now? Tulsa, Oklahoma. In Tulsa? Uh, Yes, uh, St. Francis Hospital. There's at least three or four people dead at the moment.
0: There's a shooting in a hospital.
3: Or a medical center that was part of a hospital. But yeah, multiple people injured, three to four people dead, the shooter's dead and there's you know that, that toll could rise so there you go
0: so then this night was uh very uh very appropriate on every level on every level it's just so, yeah. it's, incre- it's incredible it's incredible
3: yeah i'm sure you well you'll have stuff to talk about with rob that's for sure
0: yeah, well, I don't know how much of this you'll want to talk about, but uh, but I'm, I'm glad that we were able to do a lot of this tonight, Frank. And please send my best to, to Jim. I'm sure we'll talk off air, but I've had inthezeller.com up on the screen the whole time. I hope that you get full. And remember, whenever you guys are putting out big reports or breaking or what uh, bigger reports, I mean, breaking news, my blog is not really a place for breaking news. So I just hope people are checking your site on the daily for anything that you guys put out, any kind of whatever but whenever you do big breakdowns or analysis, remember to get in touch with me so that I can, I can link you up with the uh, blogmaster of mine and we'll, we'll make sure that we syndicate some stuff from your website on quitefrankly.tv. Ah,
3: I appreciate that, Frank.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Okay, man. Well, listen, thank you for the, uh, the dig. I, I know this is just getting started, so we'll, we'll talk soon for, for some updates.
3: Yeah, everybody pay attention. Pay attention to Utah County. This, this story is not going away now. It's only going to get uglier, so everybody, you know, pay
2: attention to it. All
0: right, that's it.
3: Thank you, brother. All right,
0: Frank. All right, be well. You too, man. Okay. Well, ladies and gentlemen, let's go on a really quick break. When we come back, we have to do the badass, which I'm sorry to say actually involves a little cannibalism. (laughs) I'm sorry to say. As soon as we're getting into the story, I'm like, oh no. Do I switch the badass up? No, I already prepared everything. Okay, well, anyway, don't go anywhere. We will be right back.
2: Oh, man, I just want to get mixed up with that bitch. She got a great ass, and you got your head all the way up it. Jesus. (laughs) Ferocious, aren't I? When I think of asses, woman's ass, something comes out of me. Quite frankly, listen live or download it and take it with you wherever you go. While you're driving, walking, working, or <laughs> you dirty dog. For all things, go to quitefrankly.tv. You like what you see? Become a sponsor. Quite frankly, streams live weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern. Wherever you get your podcast. So for everything, it's quitefrankly.tv.
0: We know what you're thinking. How can I become more financially fabulous? With Superbia Credit Union. E. Banking has never been more gay. You don't have to feel alone to get a home loan. Join Superbia today and receive no interest for 69 days on our very popular homo home loans. And yes, make deposits. Make lots of deposits. Superbia Credit Union. We're homosexuals. Street. Oh, yeah. I'm not on YouTube, and I don't want so it. I can play Bad Religion. The things you're offering me. Civilized barcode, quick ID. Oh, this is perfect okay. for tonight, too. I'm a 21st boy. century digital boy. I don't know how to live, but I got a lot of toys a lazy middle class intellectual my mommy's on valium it's all intellectual. yeah Ain't life a life of mystery yeah. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. oh so good so ladies and gentlemen I can't, explain it. can't explain it Well, we're trying to try to do a little explaining see this is the you know this is the best part about being off of youtube yeah, 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 yeah. i can do this stuff spontaneously spontaneously you know, boy i don't know how to read but i got a lot of toys My dad is a lazy middle class intellectual mommy's on valium so ineffectual ain't life a mystery all right so ladies and gentlemen it is june 1st as you know so that means we have a badass to talk about some badass shit yes who is the badass who is it well hello here i am and the first one we have for you tonight ladies and gentlemen (laughs) the first one i have for you tonight his name is literally john liver eating johnson that's right ladies and gentlemen Tonight's badass is John Liver-Eating Johnson. Born as Jeremiah Garrison in New Jersey around 1824, he was said to be a loner with a disdain for most people around him. In his time, he was a sailor, a scout, a soldier, a gold prospector, a hunter, a trapper, a whiskey peddler, a guide, a deputy, and a constable. At age of 16, Garrison served in the Navy during the Mexican-American War, having enlisted under a false age. He soon deserted after striking his command officers. He said, fuck you. Some believe he changed his name to Johnson to avoid a court-martial. He traveled west to try his hand at the gold digging in Alder Gulch, Montana, Montana Territory. Uh, He was described as a large man, standing about six foot two inches and weighing somewhere in the area of 260 pounds. He wore buckskins and armed himself with with bowie knives, guns, and tomahawks. He made a living any way he could, working as a fur trader, hunter, and trapper, and selling cordwood to the steamships that plied the rivers. Johnson lived off the land, fought grizzly bears, and made his own moonshine, but his real passion seemed to be for killing Indians, and according to legend, eating their livers. One rumor holds that Johnson's wife, a member of the Flathead tribe, was killed by braves of the Crow tribe in 1847. This is what believed to have made Johnson go on a years-long vendetta against the Crow. The legend says that he would cut out and eat the liver of every Indian he killed, which earned him his moniker, the Liver Eater. Very clever. Other legends say that he got the name from a battle with the Sioux Indians in 1868 where he stabbed a warrior in the side. When he withdrew his knife, a piece of liver remained on the blade. It was said he turned and joked to his friends, held up the knife, and asked them if they wanted a chaw. While Johnson claimed to have killed over 300 Braves during his life in the wilderness, eventually, though, he made peace with the Crow. This is very, he has a, has a good ending. He made peace with the Crow, who became his, quote, brothers. And his personal vendetta against them finally ended after 25 years in scores of slain Crow warriors. He died peacefully, thankfully. Thank God there was finally peace at the end. He died peacefully in 1900, the year 1900, in a veteran's home in California. So his liver-eating days ended, and he found peace. I just love how unclever his nickname was. That's like calling somebody Ass Licking Fred. (laughs) Oh, that's Ass Licking Fred. Why do they call him that? Well, he likes to lick ass. Just licks that ass up and down. So there you have it ladies and gentlemen. There you have it. We're back. It's June 1st. We're back. All right. Well, listen, it's uh it's 8:54. I'm going to check the I'm going to check the uh the super chats one more time. And then I'm going to pass you over to the wonderful crew at quitefrankly.tv who are about to kick off our Wednesday evening rabbit hole Wednesday programming. So if you're already there, stay there. If you're not there yet, you have a couple of moments to open up a browser tab. It's a very, very long walk from one website to the other. And you can cast it to your television, if it's a smart television. Whatever you'd like, foxhole, lets you do it all. So let's go to the Super Chats one more time. A nice little blessing over here from Stowstube, and another blessing from Redheads Rule. Redheads Rule say says great show, Frank. I was wondering your thoughts on how to keep ourselves safe from all the 5G, 6G. If there is anything that we can do, I don't know. I looked into those those uh, you know special radiation blocking underwear. I figured at least I can protect my balls. Um, We know that there's blankets. It's very hard. I mean, unless you're just going to, if you're in a good zone, like a cell zone, I I don't know. Um, Some people who are really serious about it say no thank you to the Wi-Fi, and they just have um, Ethernet hardwired through the house and just connect that way to limit that I know like I said before there's there's radiation blocking blankets for people who they they like to drape it over their children's bassinets and things like that it's just impossible though I mean Ilana Freeland we've talked about that 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 kind of self preservation techniques because she she was part of the part of the the group that really brought uh Morgellons disease to um To the forefront and and nanoparticles and all that it is such a hard endeavor with everything that we are steeped in here everything going on around us i guess the best thing to do is just i don't know make sure you have some nice clean vitamins if you can get all your vitamins and nutrients from food that's primary primarily number one eat a nice variety a very colorful vibrant well-pigmented food, lean and green, and as organic and locally sourced as possible. Uh, The farther away from urban areas, the better it's going to be for you um, electromagnetically and frequency-wise. But then again, how many things are they putting in low Earth orbit to drizzle all this radio wave nonsense down on us from above so they can grid out the entire planet? You just have to do what you can and don't obsess or else you'll become Mel Gibson from conspiracy theory and even though you might have been right about a lot you didn't live too much of a very uh, happy life so just remember to i would just say balance that out concentrate on your diet concentrate on th- uh, on on getting that situated concentrate on sweating every day in a nice exercise environment even if you're just walking, fast walking, jogging, move yourself up a little bit and just get all that shit out of your pores. Take frequent showers. You don't always have to use soap. Just, I like getting into the shower sometime just to pretend that, uh, closing my eyes and pretending that the water is actually glowing, beautiful, golden embers of energy that just course all the way down you and just just sticks to all this black murky energy and pulls it away from you as it's dribbling dribbling down your legs and down into the drain just so do things like that with your mind too you know and uh, and keep your relationships healthy as healthy as you can that's what i say because five and if you really um i guess you can go and research what towns and regions have not assimilated with the 5g 6g thing there the whole problem is that so many of these regional and local governments have taken money incentive dollars for getting this installed in their towns and villages and of course it is up to every town village and city to accept it or to ban it you know it's like it's not even like well my town has 5 G. I guess my fight is over no i mean uh, wait raise awareness, get people concerned about it and actually win some elections where it's actually possible to win them and get get it get rid of it. It's been a long time since people started free I mean the smart meters, those are just around now. People put those Faraday cages around the smart meters. You can drive yourself nuts. You really can. Thank you guys and gals again on uh Pilled Swickley, Tom Ford, Kay Landry, all the rest of you. I hope you have a wonderful evening. I'm going to release the scratch-in right now. May it be a very satisfying scratch. And on Rockfin, again, thank you to everybody hanging out. Gene, Audino, Todd Fife, and Billiam. Tomorrow's another day. I'll see you Thursday, 7 o'clock. Go to quitefrankly.tv. And uh, hats off to the badass of the evening, ass-licking Fred. All right. Okay, see you later.
2: I'll catch you on the flip side.
0: Quite frankly, this film before a live studio audience, and now our super chatter starting with Redhead's Rule. Stostube, Doc Keck, Chef J tomorrow i will see you here at seven o'clock we will be on all the platforms so the music won't be as good but whatever at least we'll be together right Ninety-nine.